Brad Holmes said something the other day that intrigues me for real. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Matt Derry with you. It is a Friday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day on this, a Friday, July 14th, and the weekend and Saturday, July 15th. Thanks for making us your first listen, checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. And what do I mean by that? That means that you guys love this podcast. You know, as Lions fans, you come here, it's your first listen every day, and we thank you for it. I've been doing this podcast, Matt Derry, since 2016. I love it. I love that you're a part of it. We thank you for listening, watching. Finding us wherever you get your podcasts on a little Friday edition coming up on the show today. Brad Holmes speaks. He went on Peter Schrager's The Season podcast. And there was something that stood out uh, uh, that, that Brad talked about with the draft that I want to discuss and play for you coming up momentarily here on the show. Also, Ben Johnson, number one offensive coordinator in the league. We'll tell you what list has him that and uh, as that. And also the offensive line getting a little bit of love as well. All of that here on a Friday edition of Lockdown Lions. You can follow us on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Lockdown Lions on Twitter. We are on threads at The Real Matt Derry, the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. And as always, and as always you can check us out and watch us. Thank you for watching us, watching us if I could speak today. Uh, for those of you watching on our Lockdown Lions YouTube channel. I need some water. Mm. On this uh, Friday edition. If you missed any of the shows from earlier this week, please go back and uh, do it. Shout out to our everydayers as well, who are with us each and every day and checking us out. Andy J, who's now all over threads, uh, our good friend. Thank you, Andy, for all the support that you give us as well. All right. So uh, Peter Schrager, good morning football, NFL Network, kind of an insider slash entertainment guy. Does a nice job on that good morning football show. He's got a podcast out called The Season with Peter Schrager, and he got about an hour plus with Brad Holmes the other day. And uh, you can find it on YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts and stuff. But there was something that was intriguing that the Lions general manager now entering year three, and Brad has done a really good job. Let's be honest. He's done well. Uh, but there was something that intrigued me that Brad Holmes talked about. And it was right out of the shoot, and it was right off the bat, really, when Schrager was asking him about the draft. I want to take. I want you to take a listen to this. We'll play the audio from this, um, which I thought was really, really good, from Peter Schrager uh, to Brad Holmes, Lions general manager. Take a listen to this. Going to get this uh, queued up, but I, I just something really stood out for me about the comments in regards to a weapon that the Lions now have. This courtesy of the season with Peter Schrager. Right in the days leading up to the draft, I had a couple birdies in my ear being like, I think Jameer Gibbs might go earlier than the mock drafts are saying. And another one saying he might go before Bijan Robinson. Sure enough, you guys, you get him early, top 15, and everyone around like, oh, what a shock. But like people that I was talking to say, that's not such a shock. It's about where he was slated. When did you fall in love with Jameer Gibbs and what did you love about him? Man, it's funny that you said you heard that about him going that early because I was sitting there thinking, uh, <laughs> I was like, 
nobody's going to do this except us. And then, and then after we picked them, then I heard all these other gentlemen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's who we wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? I'm glad you picked them there because he wasn't going to make it. But, um, no, uh, I, I first fell in love with them. Obviously, I didn't know about them that much uh, when he was at Georgia Tech that year before. Yeah. So, I went to Texas Alabama game uh, or earlier in the year, and uh, I kind of got tipped off about him like right at the game, uh, right before the start of the game. And I was like, okay. And I saw his body type, and like this guy looked intriguing. Then I kind of saw what he was doing in both phases. Um, yeah, I mean, he can run it, but what he was doing as a receiver and the explosiveness and everything about him, and we just kept doing work on him. And like I said, kind of do some draft prep during the season and kept doing work on him. And, that was just kind of it for me. I was like, this guy's uh and he's, he's a weapon. He's a weapon. And, um, you know, we talk about all the running backs going in the first round and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I always say like, if he's a weapon, then forget the RB, uh, positionless players. That's in, right? like, like that's how it looks. That's, that's what he is. Like that's like we we thought he was a multi-phase, elite, explosive, positionless weapon. And um, you know he was a special player. Um, you know you have you have the combine to confirm some things. You know, but he ran what I thought he was going to run, and you know all the testing and his workouts. And um, we're just really excited about him. I think we're going to. He's going to bring another dimension to our offense. Um, that's as good as we were offensively last year. Um, you know, I, I think it's going to be even better this year. But bottom line, this is you just got to get the guys that you want. And um, all right, there's Brad Holmes, um, courtesy of the uh, NFL and the season with Peter Schrager, talking about Jameer Gibbs, who of course went number twelve. I'll be the first to admit it. When that happened at the beginning, I was. Uh, a little bit surprised myself and everything else when it first happened. I'm like, why are they taking a running back? But you just heard something there that I thought was very, very intriguing. And this is something I respect about Brad Holmes and that I like about Brad Holmes. Um, Brad Holmes is taking weapons. He wants to add speed. And he said something there that I went, light bulb went out. Did you hear what he said? Forget about RB. He said, forget about RB. We want a weapon. Someone with speed can do it all. Multi-dimensional. Schrager said, yeah, positionless football. Maybe the reason the Detroit Lions have not gone out and signed another wide receiver, traded for another wide receiver. Uh, heck, they drafted one, Antoine Green, like in the seventh round. But maybe the reason why the Lions aren't worried about the wide receiver position until Jamison Williams comes back is because Jameer Gibbs is going to be lined up out wide a lot. You know, we sit here and go, well, the Lions receiving group is kind of weak. I heard Diana Rossini the other day on ESPN say that. You know, maybe it's a little bit weak, that receiver group. Um, maybe it's because we don't include Jameer Gibbs in that group. We look at the running back room and say, David Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs, Craig Reynolds. Come on, Craig. And guys like that. Mo Ibrahim, uh, Jamar, Jamar Jefferson, and the like. Okay. But maybe what we need to be thinking about is that from weeks one to six, while Jamison Williams serves his gambling suspension, I'm not going to hit the old bit siren, um, Jameer Gibbs is going to be that threat on the outside. Now, you look at him and go, he's a tiny guy. He looks like a small running back. Okay, have you seen Tyler Lockett play? 
in Seattle, right? There have been plenty of smallish wide receivers that found their way down the field and made plays. And with Ben Johnson at the controls as offensive coordinator, we're going to talk about him coming up momentarily. Maybe, just maybe, what Brad Holmes is doing and what he did do was think about, we're going to put this guy all over the field and maybe play him more outside slot, Z, X, than behind Jared Goff in the backfield. The words forget RB, he's just a weapon. They're going to put him at receiver a lot. So sitting here going, well, can Cleef Raymond do it? What about Antoine Green? Uh, Tom Kennedy, is he going to play? Josh Reynolds? Maybe. After Amon Ross St. Brown, Jameer Gibbs, who, by the way, led Alabama in, in receiving last year. Maybe he's the guy. And then when Jamison Williams comes back, it's, oh my gosh, Amon Ra here, Gibbs over here, Jamo over here. What do we do as a defense? Call timeout. So, Jameer Gibbs as a running back, yes, it's what he'll be, he'll be listed as on the roster. But maybe he's going to be a more of a wide receiver type? Would not surprise me or stun me in the least at all. And uh, I thought that was very intriguing. That stood out for me about something that, that Brad Holmes said on that podcast. So, check that out wherever you will get your podcast. Peter Schrager did a good job uh, with him. All right, uh, coming up next, we got to discuss... Ben Johnson getting some flowers. We will do that. But first, we got to tell you about our friends at eBay Motors. Oh, my goodness. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with a Lockdown Fantasy Football uh, host, Vinny Iyer. So Vinny hosts Lockdown Fantasy Football. And they bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week. It's going to be eBay Motors and Vinny. It's going to be amazing. And it's going to happen all season long. Whether you're prepping for a draft or scouting the waiver wire every week, we're going to provide you right on this show with players that are be a, we call a guaranteed fit on your roster. So we got draft prep going on underway right now for the upcoming season. Uh, let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's guaranteed fit, uh, fit fantasy picks of the week. All right. We told you earlier in the week about Christian McCaffrey and Justin Jefferson. But what about this? Today we're talking a little Austin Eckler from the Chargers. Which running back has scored the most touchdowns combined the past two seasons? That would be the Chargers' Austin Eckler, who's 38 scores since 2021 and featured receiving first role, make him a guaranteed fit for the first overall pick in your upcoming draft. Eckler will see his usual high leverage work as a runner and remain the focal point of the short passing game. So we love Vinny Iyer. We love eBay Motors. Vinny from Lockdown Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. Nebay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your car, right? You got to do that. With eBay's guaranteed fit and over 122, 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips, you can make sure your ride stays uh, running smoothly. You got to do that. Uh, air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shocks, struts, you name it, they got it at eBay Motors. And then make sure it's the right fit for your car because eBay's guaranteed fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time. All right, so go forth, switch gears, crank the AC, do what you got to do, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up because now you know you'll always be able to be set up for success from the get-go with eBay's guaranteed fit. Everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. 
For the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, just look for the green check. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay, guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions apply. Love having eBay Motors with us here on Locked Online. Saw something earlier this week, and I thought it was very, very cool. I mentioned this the other day, and I'll continue to, to beat the drum for this. Uh, but Ben Johnson, the Lions offensive coordinator, is getting a ton, a ton of national love. And he should. This is a guy that turned down opportunities to be a head coach. Other places, Carolina, et cetera, and other spots. And uh, Ben Johnson is back as offensive coordinator. Jared Goff has said it. I won't. I couldn't be as good as Ben Johnson or without Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson has said, Jared and I have a great synergy right now. So it's great to see. So the other day I was looking um, on our friends at Pro Football Focus. Of course, I lose this thing as I'm getting it uh, queued up here. And PFF had their top 10 offensive coordinators that were put together by our buddy Sam Munson. Uh, at Pro Football Focus. We've had Sam on the show before. Number 10, Brian Schottenheimer. Okay. That one was surprising from Dallas. Jim Bob Cooter checking in at number nine. First year with the Colts. Matt Nagy with the Chiefs. Todd Monken with the Ravens. Eric Bieniemy now with the Commanders. At six, five, Ken Dorsey, the Bills. He of the headset Chuck from last year. Shane Waldron, who does a great job with Seattle. And really just de-pantsed Aaron Glenn last season. Uh, Bill O'Brien with the Patriots, back with Bill Belichick for like the 15th time. Kellen Moore now with the San Diego Chargers. And at number one, Ben Johnson of your Detroit Lions. How about that? So you think about this for a second and some of the offenses that I just mentioned there. Kansas City, Baltimore, which when Lamar Jackson's healthy is a pretty darn good offense. Dallas, which puts up a lot of points. Seattle, which last year under Geno Smith excelled big time. Uh, the Chargers, which have always had a good offense. And now uh, Joe Lombardi, ex-Lions OC, he's out. Kellen Moore, who everybody raved about with Dallas is in. But Ben Johnson ranked number one by Sam Munson and the folks at Pro Football Focus as the top offensive coordinator in the NFL. Folks, do you remember when everybody wanted Joe Lombardi fired? When Golden Tate came on my radio show at Detroit Sports 105.1 and basically admitted the other team knows the plays and knows our formations on the field. And everybody's like, Joe Lombardi's got to be fired for that. Then you had Jim Bob Cooter, and, uh, who at times did a good job of the Lions, other times did not. I mean, we've recycled through some pretty bad OCs in our day here. And yet right now you've got a very viable outlet in pro football focus. We love PFF. Naming our guy, the guy here in Ben Johnson, number one, not number three, not number five, not number eight, not 12, which has always been nice. Number one, the Lions are the best offensive coordinator in the league. Now, a lot of these guys have been shuffling around. Remember, Matt Nagy was the quarterback's coach in Kansas City the last couple of years and now uh, taking over for Eric Bieniemy, who now goes to Washington. Eric Bieniemy is a highly sought after OC, and eventually I think will be a head coach. I mean, what he's done with Kansas City has been good. Now, again, it helps when you have Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, uh, uh, Travis Kelsey, and the likes of guys like that. 
But I think this this list is definitely interesting. Ken Dorsey has done wonders with Josh Allen and the Bills, and that offense is explosive. But the Detroit Lions guy, Ben Johnson, is considered number one just because of what he's done with what he has. And now Brad Holmes says, watch this. I'm going to give you a better tight end than you've had in Sam Laporta. We're going to hand you over Jameer Gibbs now. Still got the very good offensive line. David Montgomery is a better, more complete back, they think, than what they've had the last two years with DeAndre Swift and also with Jamal Williams. And then you get Jamison Williams in week seven from here on out. A guy like Marvin Jones is added to who we know can play. Ben Johnson is going to do wonders this year. And him being number one is pretty sweet. It's very, very cool. So I had to give a shout out to Ben Johnson, who gets a, a nice mention from Pro Football Focus. All right, coming up next, mention the offensive line. Somebody ranked them very, very high. We want to tell you about that coming up here on this Friday edition of Locked On Lions. But first, it's time to tell you about bird dogs. Oh, my goodness gracious. The most comfortable pants or khaki shorts you're ever going to wear. Bird dogs make you look good. Like a bird dog stretch khaki short is designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. It's the look that's in right now, but they're very, very comfortable. And their shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better. Forget Lulu, get bird dogs. They fit better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. And they just, they fix the issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches out. So you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. All right. Bird dogs are awesome. I got the khakis. I got the shorts. Khaki pants are really, really cool. And they're very, very comfortable. All right. I love them a lot. Was uh, overseas, a little vacay with my wife, have a little nice dinner, throw on the bird dogs. I look and feel great. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on NFL or enter promo code locked on NFL for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com, B-I-R-D. Dogs.com slash lockdown NFL or use promo code lockdown NFL. Get that free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. All right. We're doing kind of a list deal today here on this Friday edition of Lockdown Lions. Hope everybody has a great weekend and it's feeling good about uh, where this Detroit Lions team is. Are we? Yes. Two weeks away from training camp starting. Two weeks. How about that? That is uh, that is pretty awesome. All right. One more list that I want to go over uh, that I saw was from our buddy Warren Sharp. We're going to get Warren back on the show. I got to send Warren a little uh, direct message here. But uh, Warren Sharp of Sharp Football puts out the Sharp Football guide that everybody reads and loves. Go to him on Twitter at Sharp Football. Warren ranked the NFL's best offensive lines. Now, we just told you that Ben Johnson was ranked number one in offensive coordinators. I have a hard time saying that the Detroit Lions have the best offensive line in football because I've watched the Philadelphia Eagles now for the last couple of years just maul everybody. All right, the Eagles have the number one offensive line. Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, Mylotta, all those guys are really, really good. Dickerson, that is the best line in football. Now, remember, PFF had the Lions offensive line, what, three or four? So I was interested to see what Warren thought. If you go from 10 down, just give you that, Vikings 10th, Falcons 9, Dallas 8, no arguments there, Denver 7, we'll see about that, Green Bay 6, Cleveland 5, all right, Browns have a really good offensive line, um, you know, their guards are in the Pro Bowl every year, 
Chiefs at four. Batonio with the Browns. Chiefs at four. Um, I think they're going to slip a little bit from last year with some of the uh, defections that they've had. Then at three, Baltimore. Then the Lions at two. So that group going left to right with Taylor Decker, Jonah Jackson, Frank Ragnow. By the way, somebody on Twitter, I don't remember who it was, but uh, sent me the uh, Carlos Monterez, Frank Ragnow grade of F when they drafted him. Oh, Carlos. Halapulavati, Vitae, and Panay Sewell. That offensive line, left to right, is the best offensive line the Lions have had in decades. And Warren Sharp, and it was a little thing, thing or two about a thing or two when it comes to the NFL, ranks number one, number two, only behind the Eagles for offensive lines. Worst offensive line, he's got uh, Tennessee at 32 and the Rams at 31. So good luck to Matthew Stafford this year. But number two, ahead of Baltimore, ahead of the Chiefs, ahead of the Browns. Um, very, very nice. So the Lions are building something here. Now, I'm not going to go as far as Diana Russini on ESPN the other day saying the Lions have a great defensive line. I'm not going to call that great. Do they have a great offensive line? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Frank Ragnow is a great player. Uh, Panay Sewell, everybody thinks, is the next great right tackle. Jonah Jackson's pretty darn good at left guard and is going to get paid this offseason, next offseason. Vitae coming back is an upgrade from anything they had last year rotating in. That includes the likes of Dan Skipper and others who did a nice job. But Vitae is an improvement and an upgrade, and getting him back healthy is important. And Taylor Decker's just rock solid, man. So number two offensive line, only behind the Eagles, is a little nice dessert there for Lion fans. All right, there's your Friday edition of Locked on Lions. Thanks for making this your first listen, checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we will be back again on Monday. Next week, we're going to tell you who the four, well, let's say five guys will be that could be first-time Pro Bowlers as Lions. We'll do that next week right here on Lockdown Lions. See everybody.